WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Josie Alameda. Today is Monday, January 10th, 2022. The Illinois Department of Labor officially adopted the Biden administration's mandates regarding workplace vaccinations on Friday. Following suit with federal mandates, Employers with more than 100 employees must require them to show proof of vaccination or be tested regularly and wear a face covering. Employees would also be required to disclose whether they have contracted COVID-19 to their employer and be removed from the workplace. News of this change in local policy came just after some members of the U.S. Supreme Court rose concerns over the federal government's ability to impose vaccine requirements on private sector employees because they do not receive federal funding. Illinois employers would be given until January 25th to begin complying with the new vaccine guidelines by devising a policy that would determine the vaccination status of employees. The vaccine policies would be required to be in use by February 24th. The Illinois State Board of Education is following new isolation and quarantine guidelines created by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The adoption of the CDC's guidelines means staff and students will only have to isolate for five days after experiencing symptoms or testing positive for COVID-19. Those who do not have symptoms after five days may return to school and must wear a mask around others for an additional five days. If anyone ages 18 or older with a booster shot comes into contact with someone who has COVID-19, they are not required to quarantine. The ISBE tweeted the adherence to new CDC guidelines as an effort to allow, quote, more students to stay safely in person. Ahmed Arbery's three murderers, all white men, have each been sentenced to life in prison. Travis and Greg McMichael, who were convicted of the murder which took place in Georgia, have been sentenced to life in prison without parole. William Rody Bryan was also sentenced to life, but with the possibility of parole after serving a 30-year sentence. The case concerns the murder of Ahmed Arbery, a 25-year-old black man. In early 2020, when the three men tracked down and shot Ahmed while he was on a jog in the Brunswick neighborhood of Georgia. In an act of sympathy for Ahmed and the tragedy he endured running for his life for five minutes, presiding judge had the court hold a moment of silence. Talks between the United States and Russia concerning tensions in Ukraine began yesterday. A dinner between Russian Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Ryabkov, U.S. Secretary of State Wendy Sherman, and other U.S. and Russian officials in Geneva last night was the first event in a week of upcoming talks. The talks regard the growing threat of a Russian invasion of Ukraine, reminiscent of the 2014 invasion which began to the ongoing Russo-Ukrainian war. Both Ryabkov and the U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken seemed somewhat uncertain about the potential outcome of the talks, with Ryabkov not ruling out the talks lasting only one meeting. Blinken indicated that the possibility of withdrawing U.S. military presence in Eastern Europe would be off the table. Hollywood legend Sidney Poitier, best known for his role in Lilies of the Field, passed away Thursday at the age of 94. Though born in Miami, the actor spent his childhood and adolescence in the Bahamas. He moved to the States and served in World War II when he was 15. Poitier landed his first role in the 1955 film Blackboard Jungle. His acting career began to blossom as he starred in a number of films thereafter, including one of his most famous works, Lilies of the Field. Many of the films he starred in addressed race, such as Guess Who's Coming to Dinner and To Sir with Love. He became the first black man to win an Oscar for Best Actor. During his life, Poitier had the opportunity to serve as a diplomat and became the ambassador of the Bahamas to Japan. 
He served in that position for 10 years. Today, many actors are sharing their condolences via social media. In an interview, actor Denzel Washington shared, I'll always be chasing you, Sydney. I'll always be following your footsteps. There's nothing I'd rather do, sir. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Anne McCune, Tarmo Basher, Laszlo Toth, Natalie Murillo, and Jane Knight. Our political editor is Jane Knight, and our arts and entertainment editor is Mac Dudley. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. For WPGU News, I'm Josie Almeida.